is native to, to China, the giant panda. Even though it's a bear, it's actually a folivore. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Mr. A+. This is my fourth episode with Mandy, I believe. Mm. Would that be right? I think that's right. Hello. Hello, Mandy. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Mr. A+. How are you? I'm doing well myself. Thanks for asking. What's been happening for you? Anything cool been happening for you? Yeah. I think I told you recently that I'm planning to chuck in that job that I'm in very soon to pursue these my acting stuff. I know. Are you getting excited about doing that? Yeah, I am. Have, do they know that you're about to chuck in the job? Of course they know. Well, I was going to say it would be awkward if they listened to this podcast and they didn't know and then they heard you saying, I'm going to chuck in my job. I've already told them I just need to put in a letter of resignation. Ah. Have you ever written one of those before? No, I haven't. Mm. I'm also going to be, be an ambassador for Destination Wollongong. What I'll be doing is I'm, I'm participating in a campaign to promote the tourism in Wollongong. Oh, that's so good. What are your favourite places to visit in Wollongong? There's several of them. There's the Botanical Gardens, mm. the Lagoon, mm. um, the Harbourfront, Wollongong Harbour itself, the Nantian Temple. Oh, yes. I remember that from Love on the Spectrum. Now, that's a, is it a Buddhist temple? It is, yes. It's the largest Buddhist temple in the Southern Hemisphere. You are the perfect ambassador for Destination Wollongong. Considering the fact that I've lived here my whole life. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, I'm looking forward to doing another episode with you today, Michael. We've got a few of our regular segments. And, of course, animals are the best. Yes, they are. The animal that I'll be discussing today is the goblin shark. Oh, cool. Can't wait for that. But right now... Your favourite segment and mine, it's Disney Quiz Me. Yes, that is pretty much our most favourite part of this podcast. And I did choose a Disney movie that you love. I've chosen Encanto. Excellent. The film is about a multi-generational Colombian family who are called the Madrigals, led by their matriarch, who's... Children and grandchildren, except for Mirabelle, receive magical gifts from a miracle that helps them serve the people in their community. Oh. But when Mirabelle learns that the family is losing their magic, she sets out to find out what is happening and save her family and their magical house. How cool. How many times have you seen it? A couple of times at least. Now, you've also interviewed somebody who's been in this movie. Yes, that's right. Stephanie Beecher's who voices Mirabelle herself. Wow. You got to interview the lead in this movie. I did, yes. Go back and have a listen to Stephanie Beatrice. Who Beatrice. Also, sorry, Stephanie Beatrice, who also played in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If yes, you, that's right. If you'd like to hear that episode. All right, let's get on with this quiz. Yep. Encanto, which was released in 2021... <laughs> Is the 50th, 58th, or the 60th animated movie by Disney? Actually, it was it was the 60th. Yes, it was. Correct. How did you even know that? I thought I was tr- going to trick you with that one. Wikipedia has a lot of the answers. Hang on. Have you got Wikipedia up? Michael! <laughs> Michael! 
What? I thought the cheating was going to be just a one-off thing. How was I to know? All right, shut down Wikipedia now. Shut it down. Sure. Have you shut it down? Yes. Are you are you lying? I closed the tab. I've lost all trust. What is special about Mirabelle? Well, she doesn't really have a magical gift, but she does her absolute best to be helpful and to be appreciated by the family. Yeah. So she's the only one, right? The only kid that doesn't have the magical power. Yes. All right, next question. What does Encanto mean in English? That means casita. That means house. Are you sure? What does it mean then? I think Encanto means charm or magic. Well, I must have forgotten that. Mmm, okay. How many donkeys does Louisa carry? Five, six, or seven? Um, six? No, seven! Oh, I'm winning this quiz. I'm winning the quiz. See, when you're not cheating. What power does Antonio have? The ability to communicate with animals. Well done. I think we tied with two questions each, including the one you cheated on. Let's call that a win. <laughs> Do you wish you could communicate with animals? Yes, all the time. Do you? If you yeah. could, If you could speak to any species of animal, which one would you choose? Cats. All cats. Big cats, small cats? Yes, all kinds. I wonder if the world would change if us humans could talk with animals. Like all of us could communicate with animals. That would be something interesting. It would be. Do you think we'd all turn out to be vegetarian? As a possibility. But if you could have a conversation with a cow, would you be likely to then eat steak? <sighs> Probably not. Anyway, that's Disney Quiz Me. <laughs> If you want to hear more about Michael's love of animals, you chatted with a fantastic guest last week in the last episode, didn't you? Yeah, his name's Chad Staples, also known as Zookeeper Chad, as people like to call him. He's a zookeeper at the Mogo Zoo. What an incredible chat that was, including that he's hand-reared a baby lion, a female baby lion cub from birth. A lioness. A lioness, correct. Yes. All right, it's time for... Michael, just stop yawning. Stop yawning. Stop. I can't help it. (laughs) I can't help it. Am I boring you? No. (laughs) All right, maybe this will wake you up. What's the next segment? Michael the Madman. That's not how you do an evil laugh. Go on then, you do it. Okay, fine. That was fantastic. <laughs> How was that? That was a great evil laugh. It was kind of a comic okay. evil laugh. That was great. Yeah. It's Michael the Madman. Firstly, I have to recite some kind of poem or story and then say it in a villainous voice. Yeah, and I usually choose something that's very lovey-dovey or something very beautiful that's very hard to do in yeah. a villainous voice. And you know what? This week it's really cool because we had someone hit us up on Instagram, uh, Janie in London. And she said, I'd love it if you could please read this love letter to my partner, Dan, as Michael the Madman. So you've got it there. Give us this love letter from Janie in London to Dan in your best Michael the Madman voice. Okay. Dan, Dan, I am such a fan. I am so glad that you're my man. 
You make me tea and things to eat. You have my heart. You are so sweet. I adore every second we spend together. Please hold my heart in yours forever. <laughs> it just feels so wrong. <laughs> yes, it does. Janie and Dan, who live in London, I'd like to say thanks for your request. I, it was an honour to do it for you both. I wish you both the best of luck with your relationship. And I also look forward to potentially being fans when I, when I do visit London in the near future. Mm, that's exciting. And if you want to hit up Michael and send a love letter to your loved one for him to do in his Michael the Madman voice, you can do that on Instagram at Mr. Underscore A underscore plus underscore Michael. <laughs> and in fact, um, I also would like to say that when I am potentially in London, it would be interesting for me to do some kind of meet and greet to fans. It really would. We could definitely do that, Michael. Are you allowed to take me along in your suitcase for that? I don't think that's going to be possible. I'm pretty small. I might fit. You'd suffocate. <laughs> what a great idea. Well, stay tuned. Yeah. We'll see if we can make that happen. Yeah, that would be great. Now, my top favourite segment, Animals are the Best. The kind of um, animal that I'm going to be talking about is not an Australian one. I'm actually going to talk about one of the most popular species that a lot of people love, the giant panda. A lot of people love pandas. Of course they do. Who doesn't? The giant panda is a black and white bear, and it's native to, to China, and only China. And even though it's a bear, it's, it's actually a folivore. A folivore is a herbivore that specializes in eating leaves. Oh. And when I say um, leaves, I'm talking about bamboo. You know, bamboo leaves, bamboo shoots. That makes up more than 99% of its diet. Wow. Giant pandas in that live in the wild will also sometimes eat other grasses and even meat in rodents or birds and even carrion, which is um, carcasses of dead animals. They eat them as well? Yeah. Oh. Also, if they're in captivity, they, they eat honey, eggs, fish, shrub leaves, oranges, and possibly bananas. Unfortunately, the giant panda is now classified as vulnerable. It's a result of farming, deforestation, and other developments. Do you know there's a couple of pandas at the Adelaide Zoo called Wang Wang and Funi? No. Wang Wang and Funi. They were on loan from China, but I think that China's gifted them to Adelaide now. I see. That's quite kind of them. And also, by coincidence, the giant panda is also the national animal of China. The average weight for adults is 100 to 115 kilograms. Wow, okay. The adult pandas measure around 1.2 to 1.9 metres. They're kind of my size. I'm panda-sized. I suppose you are. <laughs> Am I as cute yeah. as a panda? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Thanks for your honesty. You're welcome. They're very fascinating animals and they're quite iconic as well because I also have a fascination of, of bears. There's pandas, um, polar bears, black bears and grizzly bears and also 
spectacled bears who live in South America. They just have patches of black fur around their eyes. Oh, so it looks like they're wearing spectacles. Yeah, but not, but not exactly. Mm. The um, spectacled bear is the last remaining short-faced bear, and they're native to South America. Maybe I'm a cross between a spectacle bear and a panda because I wear spectacles. Yeah, possibly. That's a possibility. <laughs> very strong one. Um, anyway, back to the giant pandas. Yes. They have very few predators other than humans. The cubs are vulnerable to attacks by eagles, feral dogs, the Asian black bear, and snow leopards. Sub-adults weighing up to 50 kilograms may be vulnerable to predation by leopards. Incredible. Hmm. It absolutely is. Well, thanks for giving us the black and white facts about pandas. Oh, that's a pun. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. So you did say you were going to talk about a shark as well. Yes, I did say that. The shark that I am going to be discussing is the goblin shark. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've seen a picture of a goblin shark. They're not pretty. They, they definitely aren't. Not as cute as the pandas, that's um, for sure. In fact, goblin sharks are a rare species of deep sea sharks, and they're sometimes called a living fossil. They have um, distinctive profiles with an elongated flat snout. Goblin sharks have a small mouth with very large teeth, like all sharks possess, but they also have a pointed snout, almost like, like a swordfish. They inhabit upper continental slopes, submarine canyons, and seamounts throughout the world at depths greater than 100 metres. They really do live at the bottom of the ocean. What a dark, cold place to live. Yes. They feed mostly on certain fishes caught, like rat tails and dragonfishes. And they can also consume cephalopods and crustaceans. And even and because the goblin shark is not a fast swimmer, it may be an ambush predator. They look goblin-y. They look ugly, yeah. ugly and goblin-y. Some people would like would even refer to them as grotesque. Well, that was fascinating about the goblin shark. <clears throat> it was. Animals are the best. They certainly are. Are you ready for the next segment? Yes, I am. I love this segment. Yes, I can tell. This segment is called Would You Rather? I don't know why I have to sing them like that. Yes, it's kind of unnecessary. (laughs) Okay, I'll do it again. This segment is called Would You Rather? See, that was boring. Whatever floats your boat. (laughs) Let's go. Would you rather live without hot water for showers or live without a washing machine? I think I'd rather live without a washing machine. So that means washing everything by hand, your undies, your socks, your tops, your bed linen, your sheets, your doona cover. Yeah. Yep. You're obviously uh, a hot shower man. Yeah, especially in winter. Yeah. Would you rather be locked in a room that is constantly dark for a week or a room that is constantly bright for a week? A room that's constantly bright for a week. Yep. It would be pretty awful being in the dark. You'd be like the goblin shark. Yeah. I can't handle the dark that that well. Were you afraid of the dark as a kid? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. My kids were too. Do you leave a nightlight on? No, I don't. You're not afraid of the no. dark? No way. Not to that point, no. All right, would you rather never have to work again or never have to sleep again? 
And there's a little proviso with this one. You would never feel tired and you'd never suffer any negative health effects. So would you rather never have to work again or never sleep again? I think you know, already know the answer. <laughs> yeah. As someone who's about to write his resignation, I believe yeah. that you would say you'd never work again. That would be right. Would you rather your shirts always be two sizes too big or one size too small? Um, <laughs> two sizes too big. Big shirt, Michael. Yeah. All right, my last one. You ready? This is my favourite out of all of them. Sure. Would you rather have one nipple or two belly buttons? Um, <laughs> um, I just have to describe Michael's face right now for everybody. I'm looking at Michael who he's got a bit of a disgusted look on his face. <laughs> probably the first one. You're going to be one nipple guy? Yeah. Two belly buttons could be fun. How would that be fun? I don't know. You know how people put their fingers in their belly buttons? Then they have two belly buttons to put their fingers in. Isn't that kind of gross? <laughs> I don't know. I don't do it. Do you get belly button fluff? Nope. Check your belly button right now, and I'm going to tell you right now, you've got belly button fluff. Go on. It's not. Are you sure? Yes, definitely. Because most guys have belly button fluff. Okay. And here's a fun fact. Most of the belly button fluff is blue. I see. In fact, please get in touch with us and let us know if your belly button fluff is blue or maybe a different colour. Okay. On Instagram or mraplspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, that was Would You Rather. Thank you, sir. Let's go straight to... Ask Mr. A+. Plus. It would seem that there's a lot of mail to go through. Lots of emails at mraplspodcast at gmail.com. Hello, Michael. My husband and I love you from Love on the Spectrum, which is why we love your podcast so much. It makes me so happy. I get so excited when it comes to Tuesdays and I get to listen to your new podcast. And because of you, I found a location which sells Yowie chocolates and we've been buying them non-stop. So far, we have collected two green snakes, one blue tongue lizard, one reindeer and one frog which changes the texture of its skin. Sorry, I don't remember that scientific name. God bless you. Sincerely, Patricia and Justin from California, USA. Hello to Justin and Pat Patricia from, from California in the US. I'm really pleased to, to hear that you, that you love the podcast and the show and the Yowies. I'm really pleased you do. I feel really honored that I was able to bring, bring you both some laughter and joy into your lives. Hello, Mr. Michael. I just want to say that I actually feel more connected with you in less time than all the other podcasts I've listened to. As a fellow Aspie, I am living quite independently with my own condo I'm renting. I think that's like an apartment. Having a boyfriend and working in a good job. Your podcast is very refreshing and it's a pleasure to hear about what it's like to be an adult living with Asperger's. Cheers, mate, from Cindy. Hello, Cindy. Thank you f for the compliments. That was very kind of you. Hi, congratulations on all your on all your personal success and what you've done with yourself for all this time. Well done. I'm actually quite impressed. Well done to both you and your boyfriend. And I wish you both the best of luck. I got another one from the USA here. This is from Arizona in the USA. And it's from Jane, Jane Nichols. And she says, I am interested in finding out what it means to be a Mr. A-plus partner. That's a very good question. Jane Nichols, an A-plus partner, my definition of that is, you know, 
always treating your your partner the be- the very best you can. Spend time with your partner. Listen to what they have to say. Always treat them with respect and support. And also encourage them p- to pursue their dreams. Encourage them. And always show them how much you love them. Mm. Get through the, the good times and the bad times through thick and thin. So I wish you, Jane, all the very best with your life. So take care of yourself. Here's another one from the US. This is from Waco in Texas. This is from Elkie Feeler. Elkie says that she lives in Texas with her mum, her two children and her husband. She connected to you straight away because she grew up watching Gilligan's Island and she's a massive fan of all the TV classics like I Dream of Jeannie, Bewitched and her very favourite, The Monkees. She has a very long email so I won't read all of it but she says, I also love your passion for ballroom dancing and the way you dress. I love vintage style and clothing and I have always wished men dress more formally. In college I learned to swing dance and even dressed in that style of clothing. It's still one of my favourite things to do. You certainly have impeccable taste and style, Mr. A+. Keep up the good work and best of luck to you on your podcast and acting career. Whatever whatever you do, you will be wonderful at it. Sending lots of love from Texas. Best wishes, Elkie. Hello, Elkie. Thank you very much for your kind email. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really pleased to hear that someone from the US is quite familiar with and, and loves all those classic wholesome sitcoms from the seas. The only reason why I knew about them because my parents loved them and they introduced them to me. And I'm actually quite flattered that you that you're quite impressed with my tastes and and my um fashion style. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. I've got another one from America. There seems to be a lot of American emails uh, today, but Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, this is from Sylvia. She says, hi, Michael. I live in Omaha, Nebraska, and I'm hopeful this reaches you and you can read this letter on your podcast as it pertains to my boyfriend's birthday. First of all, I want to mention how much of a fan I am and how much you opened my eyes. Watching you on Love on the Spectrum and listening to your podcast has brought me so much joy and I love watching you spread knowledge, joy and happiness to others. My boyfriend, Garrett is also a huge fan. And on our very first date, we talked about and bonded over our admiration for you. You always talk about learning another person's common interest on a date, and I find it so amazing that our common interest is you on the show Love on the Spectrum. Oh. It would bring him so much joy to hear you read this letter and wish him a happy birthday. We both cannot wait to see what you achieve and hopefully you make it to the US someday so we can meet you. Until then, best wishes and all the luck in the world, Sylvia. Hello, Sylvia, all the way from Nebraska. I'd like to wish your boyfriend, Garrett, a very happy birthday. Happy birthday, Garrett, and best wishes from my, from Michael himself. And I'm actually quite surprised to find that, that you two bonded o- over having a mutual interest in me. I'm surprised. How cool. Yeah, it is. And I also wanted to let you know that I actually do plan on visiting the US at some point in the near future. Well, you're going to have to do a world tour. I think there's nothing for it, Michael. You're going to have to go the US, the UK, Norway. You're going to have to go everywhere. Yeah, I know. We're going to need to make up T-shirts. I met Mr. A+. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I wouldn't so as to create merchandise of myself. I don't think it's necessary to, to create dolls or bobbleheads of me. <laughs> I think a bobblehead of you would be very amusing. I'd put that in my car on my dashboard. 
You could bobble every time I go over a bump. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. If you want to get in touch with us, there's a couple of ways. You can either hit us up on Instagram, Mr. Underscore A Underscore Plus Underscore Michael, or you can send Michael an email at Mr. A Plus Podcast at gmail.com, and those details are in the notes of this podcast. To all my fans all over the world, I just want to say this. Thank you all for your very kind emails and messages. I really appreciate it. Well, that's a wrap, my friend. Thank you so much. What a fun time I've had talking to you, as always. Yep, it was a lot of fun. But the best highlight was me cheating. (laughs) Or at least least attempting to. (laughs) You're not very good at it. I can catch you out. But that's also because, Mandy, women are, are very great at detective work. It's true. We are. You're going to have to get a little bit clever if you want to pull the wool over my eyes. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for your time, ladies and gentlemen. It was a lot of fun recording this episode. I look forward to getting in touch with you again next week. So in the meantime, ciao. Sayonara. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah.